Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network. Talking AT&T, we all want to be heard. And when you're not, it's frustrating. Even if it's something as silly as the sandwich shop forgetting the extra avocado you ordered. When no one listens to you, it's frustrating. That's why it's so refreshing that AT&T is hearing you and making changes. They're giving every single customer new and existing the same deal. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. shouldn't just reflect your style they should fit your lifestyle too our friends at Kohl's understand that which is why they offer an amazing selection of products and national brands that don't make you choose between fashion and function style and comfort work and workout I'm talking all of your favorites like Nike Under Armour Adidas Champion and more designed for the look you want and the life you lead all at the value you'll love And now Kohl's has a new exclusive athleisure brand of their own called Flex, F-L-X. Flex balances smart, relevant style with functional performance and comfort 
ready for wherever the day takes you. And you know, Kohl's cares about sustainability, which is why the entire Flex collection is made using sustainable methods and materials so you can flex your style, flex your body, and flex your impact on the world. Very cool. So when you want to look good, but you need it to be easy, effortless, and affordable, Kohl's is the only place to go. Shop in store or online at Kohl's.com. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We all want to be heard, and when we're not, it's frustrating. It doesn't matter what it is. Look, you order a sandwich with extra, extra avocados, then you get the sandwich, nothing, nada, zip. Look, you and I both know extra avocados is a weird request. And extra, extra avocados is even weirder. But that's not the point. You want to be heard. And when you're not, it doesn't feel good. But you know who is listening and making changes, though? AT&T. They're doing whatever it takes to show all of their customers' voices are heard. So they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deal. Are you hearing this? No matter if you've been with them forever or are you thinking about jumping over, every single person gets that same amazing deal. That means me. That means you. AT&T is listening to all of us. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on. Dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Well, nothing changes about that. Nothing changes about that. Man, I was just uh, getting ready to come on the air this morning. And I was just thinking, man, I was just having a reflective moment of just how really good God has been to me. I, I just, it's, 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 man, let me just say that again. How really good God has been to me. And here's the cold part, in spite of myself. You understand, in spite of all my shortcomings, in, in spite of all of my flaws, in, 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 in spite of all of what anybody has said about me, <laughs> God, through his grace and mercy, just keeps me anyway. As always, you know, I, I was I get taught things by people who know a whole lot more than I do. And uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes is one of my favorite teachers. He's just one of my favorite people. He happens to be a friend of mine, too. I mean, he's always there for me when I don't have anywhere else to turn. You know, I mean, he he said he was talking about a thing that he was calling exceptionalism. And what it was all about was so many of us are exceptional people, but we refuse to just go ahead and be exceptional. We we settle for the ordinary. We follow the pack. We try to fit in. Man, oh man, oh man. You know, I've heard my wife say this to, to my children all the time when she's scolding them or talking to them. She'll be talking to them about leadership. You know, why are you following everybody when God clearly made you to lead? You know, she talks to them about that all the time. So many of us are born and so many of you are born to be exceptional people, but 
we always trying to follow the pack, always trying to be a follower, always trying to fit in when clearly you were born to be exceptional. And one of the things he was talking about, I'm paraphrasing all this now because I got to get it into the way that I can tell it to you because he's such a gifted speaker, man. I, that's that, he has. He's at another level. So I'm trying to paraphrase this to get you to where, where you can understand this. Why would you try to fit in? Why would you try to be uh, like everybody else, be ordinary? Why would you follow the pack when God has created you to be exceptional? You know, the, the, the key word in exceptional is accept. You ever, you ever done this right here? You, you know, everybody did that except me. Everybody felt that way except me. Everybody said that except me. Everybody want, wanted that except me. Everybody went over there except me. Everybody jumped in except me. Except me. See, why have you said that in your life if you were not to be exceptional? See, you got to say everybody except me. At one point in your time, I don't know who ain't done it. You know, everybody wanted, everybody voted no except me. See, so you, you, you're, not, you're not created to follow the pack. You ain't created to fit in. You ain't created to, uh, you know, to be ordinary. You were created to be exceptional. As exceptional as your fingerprint on your finger is, you were created to be exceptional. Why not make this the year that you go head on and be exceptional? Why won't this be the year that you decide in your mind, but just has to be a decision that we make now. We not following the pack no more. We not trying to fit in no more. We ain't settling for ordinary no more. We gonna be exceptional. But you know, you got, you got to go ahead and follow that. You got to get on the exceptional path because that's what you were created for. Why be ordinary? You know, but all of this, this comes, it has to start with a thought. You got to first think something. Thoughts become things. A man is as he thinketh. That's all you'll ever be. So what are your thoughts today? Why not have exceptional thoughts instead of ordinary thoughts? Why not have exceptional thoughts instead of fitting in thoughts? So why you want to be like everybody else? Why you want to be ordinary when you could possibly be extraordinary with a change of your mind, a change of your venue? And you don't have to be any other kind of way just because my mama was this way or my daddy was this way or this the school I went to, this what race I belong to, this my sexual preference, this my this, this my that. Well, well how many, how many, how many excuses you need? How many, how many excuses? What 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 you what's it gonna be this year? That we let another 365 days slip by without improving our condition, our place, our spot, our life, the quality of life we have. We cannot afford to keep letting all these years go by without changing. You're an exceptional person. How many times have you sat up and said, everybody did that except me? You know, I was the only, everybody jumped in except me. I told them, I knew it. Everybody voted for that except me. And now look at them. 
Man, it seemed like everybody went that way except me. Okay? Do you get it? Do, do, do you understand what's being said to you? That old accept me is because couldn't it be because you're an exceptional person and it's time for you to take control of that? It's time for you to start thinking different. It's time for you to start acting on what you think. It's time for you to start doing something about it. It's time for you to stop taking each and every day that God gives us for granted and letting them go by the wayside like you got plenty more. Well, you may have plenty more, but guess what? What you wasting the ones you got for? I got you young and you and you feel like you're going to live forever. Eh, okay, cool. But let me ask you something. See, here, 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 here go the part about Suppose you do live. See, see, everybody worrying about dying, but I got news for you. Suppose you keep on living. You want to keep living in the condition you're in now? You want to keep living with the money you got now? You want to keep living with the relationship you got now? You want to keep living by yourself like you are now? You want to keep wanting the right relationship, the right man, the right woman, but you keep getting the wrong one. You want to keep doing that for the rest of your life. Problem ain't dying. This problem is if you keep on living. Who wants to keep on living just the way they are right now? And if you can say, I'm cool with I am just the way I am right now, then cool. This conversation ain't for you. I ain't got no problem with that. You know, you understand? Greatness ain't for everybody. Being exceptional ain't for everybody. Becoming extraordinary ain't for everybody. Heck, becoming successful ain't for everybody. I got it. And you can come up with a way to justify your non-existence and your ordinary life all you want. And that's fine and dandy. I ain't got no problem with it because some people just going to be regular. Some people just going to follow the pack, follow the crowd. Some people just wants to fit in. But if you're not that person, if you want to be extraordinary, if you want to be exceptional, if you want to be, if you want to dare to be great at something, then you got to change your mindset. You got to get with your creator and find out what he created you for. You got to quit thinking of things just in your own thought process. You know, lean not to your own understanding. I don't know where that is, but it's in there somewhere. See, and once you lean, if if, if you lean to your own understanding, you know what it's going to do? It's going to limit you, man. It's going to limit you. Why not see what God got for you? I would rather know what God got for me than to think of all the things I could because I can't outthink him. I didn't tried it before. All right, it's just the beginning. We're going to have a good one, man. Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, did Trump dye his hair darker? Yeah, it's a, uh, a newborn on. Oh, it's an Auburn the winter now. color. That's his winter color. Oh, I didn't know that. Auburn, no. Auburn. You mean Auburn? Oh. Newburn. Newburn. Autumn, Auburn, like the college. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Seasons. Oh, maybe seasons. he didn't tan. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. No, yeah. I, I heard that he does his own makeup, somebody said. Oh, he's the one responsible for those white eyes and orange skin? In the well, <laughs> the white eyes are supposed to make you look brighter. I know. You know, In like somebody orange. going, ooh. He just wears those little glasses on there when he oh. spray tan. I'm sure. And orange those covers. I covered. Yeah. I covered. Yeah. I'm going to do that. What? I'm going to go yeah, yeah. orange. That is skin orange? Yeah. <laughs> Get in there. Just. <laughs> you you having a lot of problems with black. See what that do. You know, obviously. You going to go Gu- orange face. Gucci and everybody else. I'm going to just start a new stuff. Who going to be mad about purple face? <laughs> 
Good morning, everybody. How y'all doing? Okay. What's good, huh? What started do? that one off a little bit different. Everybody good? I don't hear Jay. You there? Everybody good. good Carla, good. welcome what back. Where you been? Purple face, man. Purple face, really? Okay. <laughs> Carla? Yes? Uh, uh, everybody want to know where you been? Everybody. Dad's <laughs> mom duties. Just came back from Louisville, Kentucky. My daughter's team won first place. Yay, right. Tasha. Again. All right, all right, all right. All right. No, no, you know, Doing going, it. That's about the third one, y'all. The one. So, somebody, somebody. Five. Five. Baby. Go they undefeated, baby. See, five, <laughs> see, somebody finna come to y'all practice, find out what the hell going on. What the hell on. going on? <laughs> y'all done won five. Five. Yeah, that's over 10 grand, man. That's over 10 grand worth of work. I already know. <laughs> yeah, Philly costs some money, man. It's expensive. Yeah, but I am back and uh, get a little break until the big summit in May in Disney World. They go into the championship, so I'm, I'm proud. I'm proud. Down at Disney? Yes. Oh, man. I, you know, I was in a hotel one time where them little cheer kids were. <laughs> yes, overwhelmed. Man, they was up in there. Yes. You know, all of them had them bowls in there, had them mm-hmm. big giant bowls in the back. Mm-hmm. And the ones that sit on top, mm-hmm. you know, you know, almost look like Mickey Mouse ears. Yeah, they, they prop that bow and, up. Oh, yeah. and they was excited. Yes, <laughs> like full of energy. <laughs> it's like watching. Have you ever watched college gymnastics? Yes. Yeah. You know, I you you know, like so one of the girls get up on the uneven bars or something, mm-hmm. and, or the or the pope or the vault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then as soon as she do, I don't care what she do, she can do three hops. Damn near fall. They all come charging over there and they hugging and high-fiving. I know good and hell right. well. Mm-hmm. It don't be, you hop three times. Mm-hmm. Damn near went to one knee. What did we high-fiving <laughs> for? Dismount. Yeah, you, <laughs> man, <laughs> come on now. Didn't stick it. And you it's didn't didn't work. stick it, stuck on it, rolled off of it. I was, one little girl just fell off the mat and then jumped in the hell pole. I said, hey, get up on the mat. You was asses off the mat. All right, uh coming up at 32 after the hour, what to get eat? The, get on the mat. What to eat to boost your libido for this Valentine's Day. We'll tell you about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we go. Certain foods have the ability to actually increase your sex drive. All right, that's nothing new. We've heard that before, right? Well, what is it? What uh, is we'll we'll tell foods? you what foods. Some foods can increase blood flow and others release natural biochemicals in the body that can make us feel more relaxed and aroused. The brain, of course, is the biggest sex organ. So if eating a certain food makes you happy, you may be more likely to feel frisky and boost your libido. So here we go. Sprinkle on the cinnamon in your coffee. Sprinkle a little cinnamon in the coffee. You drink coffee, Steve. Uh, Or oatmeal. Cinnamon do that. Cinnamon in your coffee? Cinnamon in your coffee, your oatmeal. And not just because cinnamon is tasty and gives it a nice flavor. It is a natural aphrodisiac. This is according to doctors now, okay? Also... Really, I didn't know. That. <laughs> You're okay. Carla. I ain't never had yeah. that. I ain't had yeah. cinnamon. You must have to have an afro to have an afro. <laughs> okay. Wow. Don't be a little coffee, a lot I'm of cinnamon. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you apologize for that one, Steve, I'm from sorry. your nephew. All right, spicy red chili peppers. Wow, who would think this? Yeah, really? I can't do that because top of my head be sweating. Well, yeah, they say they're uh, great for seduction because they'll make your tongue tingle. 
Okay. Because it's hot. And if you All eat right. enough of them, they will release those endorphins, you know? What? Yeah, well, you oh. can get hot than a mofo if yeah. you just want to be you sure want can, your tongue. But you eat chili peppers. There's a lot of things you can't do after that. Yeah. Okay. Like what? Leave the house. Yeah, we don't need to talk about <laughs> uh, All right, how about almonds? We all love almonds. We all almonds. eat almonds. They, they yeah. don't do a damn thing. Y'all don't quit believing. Well, according me. to the survey, they do, Steve. It it's says, a survey. It says almonds are sexier than you think, they are a sex stimulant. They're high in several trace minerals that are important for sexual health, Man, including zinc. Kind of almonds, damn. You, you'd have been all... Almond Joy's had a slogan sometimes. Almond Joy. How about this one then? Snack on some strawberries, they say. They are delicious. They're very high in folic acid and vitamin C, which is important mm. to the production of Are you of sex just saying hormones. that because that's your name? Yes, you threw no. that in there. You no, threw I that didn't. in there. Talking about some no. just yeah. snack on that. Snack on that? some strawberries. No, you know, but did you said. see how she said just snack on that? Uh-huh. Get this strawberry. <laughs> snack right. on that. They're delicious. Y'all heard that. Oh, so they all eat delicious. Snack on that. Yeah, they, they, they produce vitamin C, folic acid. They're, that's important to the production yeah. of Go sex hormones. Go put one of them in your mouth. Yeah. And uh, they yeah. libi- uh, they boost your libido, okay? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> All right, and finally, this one is for the fellas, watermelon, oh. okay? This watermelon fruit. is not sexy. Yeah. Come watermelon, on. it says, Ooh, increases. This is racist. This yeah. is racist. We're going no, through too not. much right now, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> All this black face, you're not going to tell us that watermelon does it. Yes, it increases your blood flow, guys. Yes, yeah. send Ooh. your girl a dozen watermelons see what happens (laughs) (laughs) researchers at Texas A&M found that the watermelon Mm. can have a Viagra like Uh, effect it would be that's not true watermelon that's that's your alma mater Tommy why the hell they looking up Watermelon, but yeah. go ahead. Researchers at Texas A&M found that watermelon can have a Viagra-like Ooh, effect. Viagra. Yes. Have you guys ever tried anything? We've heard of oysters and things like I've that. I've done oysters. They ain't going to do a doggone yeah. thing. Oh, none of this stuff okay. works? No. But you're saying if we get us a bowl of watermelon, I'm not, cinnamon. Hold up. I'm the messenger. Almonds, Let's be clear. Yeah. Strawberries. Tell you what really Almonds, works, strawberries, Shirley. watermelon. It works hands down. Spicy red chili peppers and cinnamon. None of that. <laughs> what, none. what works, Jay? Cash. <laughs> hey, I'm with you when you're right, okay? Every time. I've never seen it not work. Cash brings it home, baby. <laughs> In the mood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything else you want to add? See if she don't get in the mood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scratch all these other ones. The, uh, yeah. Scratch melon. Mm. Scratch all no. these out. Oh, none of this work. You've tried it all, Steve. Hell yeah, yeah. Who ain't? Spicy red chili peppers. I done had everything. Watermelon. You eat that Hell yeah, yeah. Watermelon. I'm ashamed to say it, but I'm probably mm-hmm. eating more watermelon than anybody on this damn show. <laughs> that. It's my favorite fruit. Matter of fact, know. y'all can pretty much total y'all watermelon ain't came close. To, you don't even understand. Then I don't even want to admit it. Only ones especially during Black History Month. Everybody you eats watermelon. I know. <laughs> I don't like to eat it on the rind in front of white people. <laughs> you get down to the bottom, you just got to stop. Jay. You get embarrassed, Jay. Didn't you, didn't you make yourself look bad? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Take my watermelon chicken and eat it at home. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, 
So so you guys aren't willing to try any of this? I've tried it all. I'm not trying this. If she ain't in the mood, it ain't working no damn way. You're right. <laughs> I might need to try this because just looking at me ain't going to get her going. There's such cynics. Sprinkle some 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 cinnamon in your coffee or your oatmeal tomorrow morning and see what happens. Yeah, try to get it Yeah, sexy. just y'all try it. Nah, I'm going to get myself all worked up and then me and her get into an argument. Then here I am with all this stuff in me and then we ain't doing nothing. <laughs> all this watermelon. And all over you done messed around and got bloated. Uh-uh. You got yeah. all this stuff. All this watermelon. You in here trying to argue and Man. belch at the same time. Not, not to mention you got ants all over your ass. <laughs> From. They, get the on juice. That, they get on that ride. Right. Oh my god! All right, well, some 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 uh, almonds that won't help. You you no. said you eat almonds all the time, Steve. <laughs> hey, that that don't too. do nothing. Well, why would they put it in the in the study? Say that they're always doing that kind of stuff. Mm. Mm. I know he's always so watermelon mad. angry now, boy. Selling all this mess tomorrow. You know all these people in here eating all this stuff. You know, walk around, your girl walk, you a plate full of watermelon with cinnamon on some damn almonds laying over there and some oysters. And some chocolate, don't <laughs> and forget. And some chocolate, don't none of that go together. This is an upset yeah. stomach, Shirley. <laughs> what if you're allergic to almonds? Now, now you need an EpiPen. All right. Uh, well, you guys can keep this conversation going uh, on social media. Go to Steve Harvey FM. Uh, coming up next, it is the nephew. I know, what a bummer, these guys. <laughs> Run that prank back with the nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Katy Perry's blackface shoes have been pulled from the shelves, and Nicki Minaj is mad at BET, but BET has apologized. We'll talk about that. Plus, Miss Ann is on deck with our national news, but right now the nephew is in the building with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Nev? Tell your mama to pump her brakes. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Huh? All right. Tell your mama to pump up brakes. No, break. you pump your brakes. Tell you, you, tell you better tell your mama what I said. Run that prank. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach Natalie, please. Yes, this is Natalie. Natalie, how you doing? My name is Darren. I'm with, with the uh, homeowners association. Oh, okay. Hey, Dan. How you doing? Listen, um, uh, we got a we got a bit of a problem. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, who's who? Who actually brings your kids home from school uh, each day? Oh, my mom gets my kids for me, and she drops them off. Okay. Why? Okay. Why? Okay. Well, we have a we have a bit of a problem. Uh, the kids are fine. There's there's no issue with the kids at all. But um, you know, we've had a meeting here at the HOA. We've been getting some complaints. Uh, it seems like your mother is is uh, really speeding down the street real fast. And, you know, everyone's complaining about it. That, you know, it's a lot of kids walking home from school. And it seems like your mom is, is driving real fast when she's uh, coming down the street uh, to drop your kids off. Did you know anything about this? Uh, no, not at all. That doesn't even sound like her. Okay. What type of car does she, does she... Uh, let me ask you this, Natalie. We're, we're, we... From what I understand, it is a um, – what, what kind of car does your mom have? Is it a, a Ford Escape or something like that? Some, a little SUV? Is that what your mom has? Yeah, she has a little red SUV. Okay. All right. So 
the problem is, is that, that that's the same car. That's the one we're talking about. And it seems like, you know, your mother is is flying down the street and she drops the kids off. And when she leaves, she's flying back out of the neighborhood. And a couple of times, some of the neighbors have told her to slow down. And, you know, I, I don't know if she's flicked them off or set something out the window, you know. But, you know, this is stuff that we just cannot tolerate. Huh. Well, it really doesn't sound like my mom, but, you know, I was Okay, well, listen, listen. You know what, Natalie, what, what we're not going to do is what you're not going to do is act like it's not your mama. It's your mother that's doing this. So what we need you to do is tell your mama to slow our down so we don't have this problem, all right? Because I, I, I tried to be nice with you at first, but if you're going to be in denial thinking it's not your mama, then we got an issue. First of all, Darren from HOA, I need you to watch your tone and who is you're talking to, all right? I need you to calm that all the way down, okay, all right? I said that I would talk to, to her. You need to slow your damn mama down. That's what you need to do. Slow your mama down the way she drives. No, what you need street. to do is stand in the middle of the street. If she's flying down, it's so hopefully she can knock you out the way, okay? Don't talk to me like that. You're being rude and disrespectful. I'm going to ask her if it's her because I don't think it's her, but you're not going to talk to me like that. Okay, so your mama can just drive down the street and act a damn My mama could do cold. whatever she want to do. My mama could do whatever she want to do. She a grown-ass woman. She can't do it in the neighborhood that I'm a member of the HOA at. She can't do it there, okay? Now, I don't mind having your mama arrested with your kids in the car if I got to. I wish you would. I wish you would have my mama arrested with my kids in the car. You're going to have more problems than you ever had, okay? You better not have my mama arrested. You're going to get arrested, and you're going to be sent to the hospital. How about that? Okay, let me tell you something. Tell your mama to slow her down in these streets. This is the last one that I'm giving y'all. This is the last one. Well, you know what I'm saying? You ain't got to give no warnings, okay? We can have a real conversation about it. We can meet and talk about it. Because you ain't going to talk to me like that, and you ain't telling my mama nothing. I ain't telling her to slow down for nothing. What you going to do? What you going to do, Derek? As a matter of fact, let's meet about it. I'll bring my husband, too, since you got so much to say. You know what I'm saying? I want you to have, keep that same energy, okay, with my husband. I want you to talk to him like you talking to me. Hey, 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 let me tell you something. I ain't worried about your husband or none of that, all right? I'm going to say this right here. I'm going to say this right here. Tommy is the one that told us that your mama was speeding down the street. Tommy the one said it. Tommy? Who the hell is Tommy? Tommy said your mama was the one running up and down the street fast going 40, 50 miles an hour. Tommy the one said that. I don't know who Tommy is, but Tommy can kiss my You can kiss my and any other neighbors who got something to say about my mama can kiss my ass. How about that? Well, let me ask kiss. you this. Let me ask you this. Do you know nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show? Do you know him? <laughs> Son of a <laughs>
staff. Oh, Payback is a real mother. You know what I'm saying? Tell somebody. Once it's somebody, mama. Yeah. You know. You yeah. go too far. Yeah. When it's a, yeah. it's a yeah. bit too far, but sometimes yeah. you gotta let people know about their mama. No, you don't. Okay. <laughs> huh? Where are you gonna be? <laughs> You're not gonna win this argument. Bring your mama out. <laughs> Colleen, Texas this weekend. <laughs> you change that. <laughs> Bring your mama out this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Twice as funny comedy club. I'm in Colleen, Texas. Thursday, that is Valentine's night. Two Thursday, two Friday, and two Saturday. The nephew will be in the building. Twice as funny comedy club. I'm hanging out at the military base. I'm doing everything while I'm in Colleen, Texas. The nephew. Colleen, that's at home, basically. All right, shout out to Colleen. Yeah. You want to come, sure? Sure. You going to wear your blonde hair you got going? Uh, yeah, it's on my head. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. I just thought you wanted to go with that coat, because it go with that coat. No, thank you. You gonna wear them little legs? <laughs> Who's? Who you talking to Shirley? No, you know he's not talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> it actually wasn't a nice try, Junior. You tried to get that one off of him. <laughs> you talking to Shirley? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Katy Perry's blackface shoes get pulled and Nicki Minaj is mad at BET. We'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, what is going on this Black History Month? Uh, Here we go again. It seems like time and time again, the fashion industry does not recognize blackface fashion as being offensive. What is the problem and what are we going to have to do to get that through to them? Katy Perry has a shoe line. Katy Perry, the singer, uh, Mm -hmm. has a shoe line that is um, it's distributed by Dillard's and Walmart and one of Katy's shoe designs look just like blackface. It looks just like that. The white folks is doing the most in Black History Month. Is that what you're saying? Man, (laughs) what what did Nick Cannon say on his IG on the gram? He said, happy blackface History Month, because that's I mean, what's happening. Seriously. That's what's happening here. You know, um, yeah, Katy Perry's catching a lot of heat for these shoes. Uh, she has two. She has one that looks like white face and then one that's kind of pink. And then the, the black shoes look like black face. It, it's craziness going on right now. I saw the shoes. Yeah, I saw them. Yeah, they look oh, crazy. Uh, shoes, yeah. yeah, Katy said she did not, of course, you did not intend for the design to offend anyone. And Dillard's and Walmart, they've pulled the shoes from the website. Well, thank you huh. for that. But, yeah, you know, come on, man. I mean, come on, on no, Steve. What, I, what do this, you think? This is all-time high, ain't it? I mean, you know, to be honest with you, I've been around 62 years. That's a while, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just, I, I get exhausted from having to wake up and having to constantly adjust a deal with and address the fact that I happen to be black. You know, I don't know if people can understand what that's like. Matter of fact, I know you can't. Not unless you're black. Because you have to, it's, it's, it's so, it's, it's such an add on to your day. You know, like life ain't already challenging as it is. 
just the flows of life, grieving, loss of loved ones, you know, jobs, separation, love, stress, stress, Uh trying to make it, trying to build your dreams. Taking care of the kids. On top of all of that, you then have to wake up and contend with this. On top of all of it, mm-hmm. like like life is not enough as it is. You're right, Steve. And then we got to add this additional thing on top of all of that. And then on top of that, here we go with the fashion industry is tripping. The White House is tripping. Mm-hmm. People who think they have a voice coming from the top now are tripping harder and more outwardly and openly. And so now we're just sitting up in here going, wow, man, for real, y'all? For real? And then every time you call them on it, every single time, there's this apology like I just didn't know. Well, damn, man. You know what? Maybe if you would put some black people somewhere around you. Thank you. Thank okay. you. That's that right. was in the because because like the right rooms, now in the meetings. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give you a prime industry, example. All these people been hit with this. All these fashion houses, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you ain't heard nothing from Louis Vuitton. No, because Louis Vuitton has managed to find a leading spot for African American who understands the sensibilities and ain't not ain't none of this dude's fashions coming out like that. Mm. But everybody else, ain't nobody else got nobody in their department. That's why Pendleton and all of them, Pendleton, whatever that thing is, little monkey sweater, all that. Prada. Man, when you don't hire no black people, these are decisions you make. And then when black people get mad, you don't understand. Oh, they mad again. You're damn right. You don't even know the other little stuff that we got to deal with, the little snide remarks at work, the little stuff on the elevator. Oh, yeah. I whooped it. Okay, uh, okay, hold that. We got to go to news with Miss Ann. Ladies and gentlemen, this ain't true. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> I got it. This is Antrip with the news, and I hear you, everybody out there. Congressional leaders say they've reached a deal in principle on border security. However, the tentative agreement only calls for $1.3 billion and not the $5.7 billion that Trump wants. And Democrats always said they were only going to approve about one point three anyway. The money would be used to erect 55 miles of metal slats and not a solid wall. We'll see what the president thinks about it. Yesterday, he flew to El Paso, Texas, for a campaign rally where he urged his supporters to keep the faith about his promised border wall. And before he left Washington, the president expressed his thoughts about security to a sheriff's organization. These are people that kidnap people. The Democrats want them to come into our society. I don't think so. At the same time, lawmakers in El Paso passed a resolution yesterday which states that El Paso County is, quote, disillusioned by President Trump's lies regarding the border and our community, unquote. That's what the resolution says. It points out that while Trump insisted El Paso's crime rate, for instance, dropped greatly after a border wall was built, that the city's violent crime rate dropped a whopping 62 percent between 1993 and 2007, but the wall wasn't built until 2008. Virginia's governor, attorney general, both Democrats continue to apologize for dressing up in blackface years ago. They refused to resign. Governor Ralph Northam went even further on Sunday, telling CBS News that his state needs someone like him to get through this crisis. Well, there are some people who apparently agree. In fact, some of the governor's supporters held a news conference yesterday. Community activists and religious leaders joined former city councilman Chuck Richardson to say that while Northam's not perfect, he's not all that bad. Ralph Northam is a good man and a decent man. 
He has stood with us on issues both popular and controversial. Often, when more calculating politicians would have stood on the sideline, he came forward. Now, Richardson's thought to be referring to issues like the so-called Confederate row in Virginia and how uh, Northam has actually advocated getting rid of those statues. And now Northam's no longer suggesting that Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax step down before a thorough probe, he says, can be conducted into the charges, sexual abuse charges against him. And a recent poll shows Virginians now split over whether their governor should quit. There are still some black organizations that say he should uh, be out of here and go on. Uh, also, a study by the Pew Research Center shows that a third of those asked, mostly white, middle, middle-aged white Republicans, think that dressing up in blackface for Halloween is okay. Today's Lincoln birthday is also for the birds. <laughs> now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay. Sometimes <laughs> these stories, I, they're so unbelievable. All right. BET's social media team thought it was a good idea to make fun of Nicki Minaj on Twitter when Cardi B won the Grammys, okay? BET mm. tweeted, Nicki Minaj is being dragged by her lace front. Well, what? Yeah, that's what they said. Yeah, so, you know, come on. Why are they picking on her? They were okay, wrong for that. Yeah, they shouldn't have. That's the point. Well, Nicki clapped back. She just didn't sit by and let this happen. She clapped back and announced that she and her label, Young Money, would not be part of the BET experience later this summer. Hello, which is a concert series. She and Cardi B were booked to uh, co-headline just days before the BET Awards. Thank you very much. BET has apologized. And they have released a statement. BET loves Nicki Minaj. And unfortunately, the respect we have for Nicki was violated by unauthorized by an unauthorized post and should have never been written. Uh, the statement went on to say that BET is conducting an internal audit to ensure these types of posts are not published again. We apologize to Nicki and her fans. This should never have happened. I believe that. You know, pro- probably somebody... Somebody that's got access to the social media where they know who it is. Oh, oh definitely. Yeah. Oh, sure they know they know who posted because you got to have a code to post. And so ain't so many people got it. Mm-hmm. Now, that type of stuff right there, you know, here we go again. But see, let, let me tell you something. It, now, can, can I say this? I probably shouldn't. But well, say it and then we'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> if a white person had made this statement, we would be in an uproar and be asking for their job. Uh-huh. There has to be some the, type of. Yeah. Well, the issue you is can't that have they... irresponsible people controlling your social media that make right. statement on behalf and affects your network. That's right, and quit. BET is too big for this. Right, and quit pitting these two women two together. Women against- I was saying, but you're saying in this we climate, would be yeah. in an uproar yeah. about right. it. Right. 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 You got, yeah. you got but it. What I'm saying, like right now, there has to be an uproar about this. Yeah. Because, yeah. see, black on black crime don't ever get the same ignored. fervor yeah. that white on black crime get. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. the mistake we're making. Yeah, that's and, the mistake we're making. And as women, too, we have to stop doing this. There can be so yes. many male rappers. So many of them, but you two of the best and top rappers in the game, they always got to go at it. They always have to be fighting. Stop that, too. All this yep. hate, it's ridiculous. It's right. room for everybody. Yes, yes, yes it is. The top that. got yeah. room. All right, coming up at 34 after the hour, respect Cardi B. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, Cardi B walked away from the 61st Annual Grammy Awards Sunday night with a Grammy in the Best Rap Album category for her album, Invasion of Privacy. It yes. Marked, it mar- yeah, and congratulations again to her. It marked the first time in Grammy history that a solo female artist won in that particular category. And instead Ooh. of celebrating Cardi's win, so many people are hating on her now, and, and she's just sick of it. She's had enough. Cardi says uh, wh- while she was pregnant, she worked very hard to finish her album. She also posted a now-deleted video on social media to let people know that she has had it. Take a listen. It's not my style for people to put other people down to uplift somebody else. That's not my style, and that's not what I'm with, and I don't support that. However, I've been taking a lot of today. I'm seeing a lot of today, and I saw a lot of last night, and I'm sick of this. I worked hard for my album. I remember last year when I didn't want for Bodak Yellow, everybody was like, Cardi got snubbed, Cardi would have got snubbed. Now this year's a problem. My album went two-time platinum. In every chart that there was, my album was always top 10. Number one album as well. I worked my ass off, locked myself in the studio for three months. Then went to sleep in my own bed, sometimes for four days straight. Pregnant. Some songs couldn't even get on the album because my nose was so stuffy from my pregnancy. Couldn't sleep. Couldn't do shit. While everybody was harassing me like, you're not going to do it. We know you're pregnant. Your career is over. That wasn't in my mind while I'm working. I love okay. her. I love yeah. her. That's what you got to do. You got to do you that. You sound like she in her bathroom giving it to yeah. you. Yeah, she was grinding. She was grinding and I'm pregnant. I'm finna do me Yeah. Deal. You about to do one too, Steve? Yeah, I'm finna do me one. Hell, she done inspired me. Yeah. I know, right? Tell a whole lot of people how the hell I feel. We just live right now in such a hateful, racist world. Everybody's you know, hating. Everybody's so and we're racist. Ha- and we're hateful towards each other. Yeah, That's we hate you know each what? other. It's just it's, hateful. It's just all out hate. Yeah. You know, when it's racism, it's racism. But it's just overall hate, man. It's just too much. It's mm-hmm. just, it, we are such a hateful society. We can't be happy for anybody. Oh, no. we cheer for you on your way up. Mm. Yeah. Now we mad when you get up there, and we do everything in our power to, to cheer you when you fall it. Yeah, and it, it's a sad state that we're in, man. Everybody experiences a level of hate. That's right. They Everybody. were hating on her husband, Steve, because he was standing on stage with her. Did you see how genuinely uh, 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 appreciative she was it and moved. nervous she was? Yes. She was so, uh, I mean, she could barely, she was shaking. She needed she her husband talk. there for support. And why they hate her? It's the people that like her. Well, that right. doesn't make any sense. They, right. People love her. And if he, yeah. if, she, if she did not want him on that stage with her, she he would not have, there, right? yeah, she would not have brought him up there with her. So, I mean, it's just they find every angle, every area just to hate. It's like enough yeah, and already. She's trying to work on her marriage. Her husband. Yeah. yeah. They're having problems. They have a baby. They're trying to like every fix marriage. Their family. Yeah. They're every to marriage every runs marriage. into see? something. Yes. Some type of glitch. And she's young. Something. She's 25 yeah. years old. Man, but Come y'all on. sitting up here, y'all be acting like, man, y'all life just rosy. Yeah. Like ain't right. nothing wrong. Well, that's what, but here another thing, man. Like you ain't never done nothing wrong. Right. That's the other part to be killing me, man. We just be we just be walking through life with like we just. I mean, man, like we just skip through this thing sin free. Yeah. yeah. We ain't ever done nothing. Come on, man. That's a sad state, man. Yeah.
We gotta stop with this hate. We have to. It, it, it's horrible. I mean, it, it really, really. As soon as I find this quote, we do it to each other. Yeah. I and wish everyone I, else. And, I, I wish people would like money. You know, I wish we could hold you up to the light and see if you real or fake immediately. I really do. <laughs> Crazy. That $20 bill. Yeah, man. Uh-huh. Let me see if you fake or real, man. It's just, yeah, it's just it's awful. Just really we got to stop hating. Yeah. And, and that's what the, like what the internet has <laughs> done. With that video to music, though, that's a hit. Yeah. <laughs> you might turn that into a song. <laughs> that's and sell some more records. Sell some some more records. Only the man who does Murder the Hits would think of that. <laughs> I know. I know. Take that bite. You know a hit when you hear one, right, Jay? All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today's subject. Get the funk out my face. Mm. Uh Uh-huh. Up next, it is a nephew with the prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's strawberry letter. The subject, get the funk out my face. Heard that so well. Uh-huh. Get the phone out my face. Different, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, though, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got now? Girl Scout cookies. Oh. oh. Girl Scout cookies. So loud. Okay. You playing about that? Hey, hey. What's your favorite flavor? Girl Scout cookies, baby. Right now, I'm feeling lemonades. All right. Well, mm-hmm. lemonade it is. Mm-hmm. Watch this prank. Thin mints. Watch this prank. Hello? Hello, my sweet Who's this? Hey, um, how you doing, man? My name is Glenn, man. I work in uh, I work in Building Two. You work for Media, right? Yeah. What, what what's going on? So we probably met a couple times. Uh, do you have a girl? You have a girlfriend? Uh, why? What's up? You guys, you guys live together, or or what? What What is this your business? Like, what what what's what's the deal? What's what's why are you asking about my girl? Well, let me ask you this here. What's 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 going on with you and? At the job, uh, I what what do you, what do you mean? What's you, going on with you, like like? I mean, so, I mean, you you know you know, right? I mean, so what? Like, what what's what's the deal? What what who who are you? Like, who the, who the are you? Like, what what what's the what what is this for? Like, why you? Like, I don't even know you, bro. Right, right. Like, I, 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 just calm down, bro. Just calm down. Like I say, my name is Glenn. I work at Gilda too, you know, and I know. I'm just telling you now. I know you. Got, I know what you and doing. Okay. I know what y'all doing at the job. I already know, and a couple other people know what's going on. And I know you got a girl. I know you got a girl at home. I know that. What? So, so, so what? What? What the? What? What is this about? Like, why? Why you call my phone trying to harass me about some bull? Like, who are you? Like, what? What? What is your problem? Like, hey man, hey, 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 calm down, man. I ain't finna, I ain't trying to tell you a little secret or nothing like that. I ain't trying to do that. All right, but I, but, but I'm gonna be real with you, okay? I like I said, you know, I got one of your names. I got your number from one of our coworkers, okay? I got your number. I said, hey, I want to, I want to give in the car. I need to talk to him about something. That's how I got your number. So oh, yeah, who gave just, it to you? I, 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 we'll get to that later. Okay, we'll get to that later. But let me, but let me say this though, I know what's going on with you and to the job, all right? And I ain't gonna say nothing about it. You know, that's just our little secret or whatever. But I do have something that I want you to do though. What, what do you want, dude? Like, what, what, what the do you want? You call me bugging me about and all this bull. Like, what do you want? What do you want? Well, here it is, man. Listen, I ain't gonna say nothing about what you got going on. All right? that ain't that ain't even. I don't even care about that. But here, here's what I do want you to do. I do need some help from you. 
right? Listen, my little girl is selling Girl Scout cookies, and I want you to buy 50 boxes of them, all right, with, via cash app because she got to have them sold by tomorrow morning. Are you kidding me? Bro, you, okay, so you on some blackmail bull and listen, dude, who the f*** gave you my number? Because you going to call me, ask me to buy some f***ing cookies, and you you should just be a man and ask me about it. Like, don't be calling my phone trying to give me that bull Like, come on, man. Like, I, I ain't got no time for this. Like, all I'm asking you to do is buy some damn cookies, man. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I, I just, I, I, I'm just saying, I just want you to buy some cookies. I need you to buy 50 boxes of Girl Scout cookies. Can you do that no. or not? No, 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 no. You ain't gonna call and try to manipulate me into buying like your 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 talking and you trying to make me buy. So I ain't gonna do nothing for you. You disrespecting me, calling my phone, trying to act like you like just trying to manipulate. I ain't down with that, bro. I ain't down. Okay, well let me let me just so you you don't want to buy my cookies though. So do you want me to call your your girl and see if she'll buy my cookies? Bro, you better stay the f away from my girl, man. Like, don't don't f come near her, okay? You don't call her, you don't come near her, you don't come near me. You just need to get the f out of here. I'm about to start 69 this f figure out who you are and come right after you, man. Like, because I ain't playing, bro. I ain't playing. Okay, so I'm, 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 I'll tell you what, man. I ain't going to argue with you. I ain't going to argue with you. But I, I'll get off the phone right now. I'll get off right now. And I'm going to yeah, you call your girl. I'm going to call your girl and see if you want to no. buy some cookies. No. No, 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 no. You ain't called nobody. You you just get, you, you get, I swear to God, I'm going to find out who you are. I'm going to find out who gave you that number. I'm going to call you up. Like, you don't, you don't call me trying to harass okay. me. Okay, hey, man, hey, hey, you know what, Adrian? Cool. We're still talking about it, all right? I'm going to get the right. phone like you. So, so, so I'll get off the phone like you want me to, Adrian. I'll do that. But let me, let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this, though. You sure you want me to call you sure you want me to do that? Right? Isn't that, isn't that her name? Man, you up an individual. All right, look, how much are these cookies? How much you want? Hey, man, hey, man. Tommy told me you would buy the cookies. Tommy? Yeah. Tommy told me you would buy the cookies. Tommy? Tommy? Hey, man. Hey, man, check this out. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your co-worker... Got me to pray phone call you. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to kill him. Damn. Bro. I was so scared, bro. Oh, God. So listen, listen. So, listen, Adrian, we have, beeped, we have beeped all the names so nobody knows the names at all, okay? You're good, bro. You're good. <laughs> all right, man. And I, mm, you got me. Oh God, I'm a, I'm a go. I'm a take a nap, man. I I just used up all my energy. I'm done. Oh God, like. Hey, what you got? I I am gonna f you up, man. I can't believe you got me on this for real. Tell me this, man. One more thing before we go, H. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvard Morning Show, man, which is what he's got playing every morning. <laughs> Kill me, bro. <laughs> there it is. Anybody want some Girl Scout cookies? Yes. Uh, huh? Not from you. <laughs>
You sure? <laughs> yes. I'm on pass. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you good. <laughs> little blackmail there. Little you're blackmail. Scary. That's all right. Yeah. That's Girl. a good way to sell them, though. Yeah. Right there, yeah, I know you're cheating. I ain't going to tell on you, though. But you're going to have to buy these cookies. Girl Scout cookies. Right. <laughs> That's what you're going to have to do, partner. <laughs> Get ready, Colleen. The nephew coming, baby. Valentine's night is getting closer. I got two shows on Thursday, which is uh, Valentine's night, and two Friday and two Saturday. Tickets on sale right now. The nephew coming to town. Laying in the cut, West Palm Beach, Florida. The nephew is coming 22nd, 23rd, Tell and 24th. where you going Valentine's weekend? I'm in Colleen, Texas, huh? Okay, cool. Yes, sir. Uh-oh, he's asking. Yeah. Uh-oh. 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 You know what that nah, could working. mean. I, nah, I ain't going to make it. Um, don't do that. Do you know that promoter called me and said, hey, uh, uh, you know, they're excited about you coming, but it's, we, we've been hearing y'all talking. Uh, is, is Steve coming? You think Steve coming? No. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> no, he ain't coming. No, we, 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 we playing, dog. No, he's not coming. Uh, are they not? Are you? Are you trying to tell me these people not come to see me unless he comes? <laughs> is that what you're saying? That's what it sound like, Nick. Tell yeah, of course. They tell me. They tell me. Uh, they tell me. You is already sold out. You are already sold out. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, uh. You are already sold out. Who talk like that? <laughs> I do. You are? You are already sold yes. out. Yeah. You are already. Keep us posted if Steve decides to come. Well, what is y'all finna do different? <laughs> Sounds like you were hurt, oh, Tommy. Man. Yeah, I was a little crushed with that. Oh, probably, probably had to add some more shows days and weeks. <laughs> 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 <That's funny. laughs> All right, thank you, nephew. Up next, it is my strawberry letter for today. This subject, get the funk out my face. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right now. Well, buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. All right, subject, get the funk out my face. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been dating a guy for close to three years, and I need some advice on a major issue I'm having with him. I love this man, and he is a great guy. He loves me, too, and we have been talking about marriage. But here's my issue. I cannot stand going to his house because it is always a mess. When we spend quality time together, we're always at my house, and I have to encourage him to pick up after himself and not eat all over my house. He and his teenage son live like slobs, and I have told him that I don't feel comfortable at his house. There are clothes and shoes all over the place, old food containers in the kitchen and living room, uh, empty bottles and mail thrown everywhere. And I I won't even mention the bathrooms, okay? As you can imagine, there is also a very bad stuffy odor in the house, too. When we first met, I asked him if he needed me to help him hire a cleaning service to come in and help out. He said he was ashamed and he would do it himself. But over time, nothing's changed and it's gotten worse, not better. Now, the worst part is that he's starting to smell like his house. Oh, yeah. Don't don't get me wrong, he's never had an issue with hygiene, but his clothes have started looking dirty and smelling funky just like his house. 
I have been making up excuses to avoid intimacy with him because I'm totally turned off by the smell. Intimacy is a big part of any great relationship. So how can I get how can I get this man to see that his filth and funk are pushing me away? Please help. This is a bad situation. This is a, a funky, nasty situation to be in. Deal. Right? Yeah, low down <laughs> deal, right? <laughs> Hygiene. I, I mean, this is a big deal breaker in any relationship. If this is a big deal breaker, getting past this. I mean, going to someone's house that's messy, maybe have, you know, a few clothes thrown around or something like that. Messy and nasty are two different things, okay? You can pick up some clothes and hang those up and, you know, your house is still clean and everything. But being nasty with food containers and the bathrooms being a mess and it having an odor and then you having an odor because you live there, that is a mess. And, and you make him sound uh, like he's just a couple of, you know, a couple of boxes or something away from being a hoarder. That's kind of what you make it sound like. And if you watch that show, Hoarders, they say that hoarding is mental. Uh, it, it's a mental condition. I, I, I say you on your own do what you suggested to him. Uh, get him some help to clean up his house. Uh, that's one thing. I mean, this is a mess and you don't want to be a part of it. And I understand that. You guys are talking marriage. If he's like this now, you guys aren't married. You go to his house. Can you only imagine if you marry this guy and, and he starts doing this in your house? You guys will be divorced very quickly, I'm sure. So he needs help. His son is it needs some help because he's a slob, like you say. Um, he... Needs someone to come in on a consistent basis and keep this house clean. And he needs to, to, you need to make sure that he's doing the same with himself, with his personal hygiene, all right? If that doesn't help the situation, you're going to have to say thing and say something, and you're probably going to have to leave because this, this is a deal breaker. Hygiene, nastiness, this is a deal breaker as far as I'm concerned. Steve? This letter is real simple. It's cut and dry. I'm probably not going to have to take two breaks to do this. Okay. Okay. Keep it funky. Let's go. Now, here's the deal. <laughs> Shirley mentioned hoarding and how it's mental. This is not a mental problem. This is a physical problem. Stank is not mental. <laughs> Stank is physical. Stank <laughs> produces physical reactions. Mm. Whoa, Lord, that ain't mental. That's physical. You got to roll. Whoa, you got to do it. Whoa, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> really? Damn. Mm-hmm. Man, hell. What's happening in here? That's not mental. This is a physical problem you have. Smell is physical. You have to inhale. Your nostrils got to start burning. That's physical. Eye watering is physical. <laughs> Things that happen when you run into a smell. Shortness of breath. Yeah. That's physical. <laughs> so we're not going to sit up and act like him and his nasty-ass son has got mental problems. It's physical. <laughs> now he's starting to smell like his house. Ugh. I had a partner smell just like his house. 
Mm. You know what his house smelled like? Uh-oh, can we say it on the radio? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> it didn't stink. It was just strange. His house smelled like, and he smelled like hot dog water. <laughs> you know, hot dog water don't stink, but it's just strange. Yeah, it has a distinct odor. That's what yeah. you and that's how he smelled, like hot dog water. Wow. want to bring up hot dog water. And then, you know, his house smelled like hot. When we went over there, we Oops was always saying, man, is y'all boiling hot dogs? And they never was. <laughs> and they never was. they never was. They never was. Said time we walk in, man, 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 we finna have hot dogs. <laughs> Hell no, we ain't having no hot dogs. What's that I smell? We ain't cooking. <laughs> well, somebody has some hot dogs in here. Just be in his house arguing. Now, lady... You got to get involved here. I'm not saying it's your job. I'm not saying women have to do this. But you know if your man is short in the department, you're supposed to pick him up. And if you're short in the department, your man's supposed to pick you up. You know, good and hell well you done let this stink go on too long at this house. When you offered to get a cleaning service and he said he was ashamed, he'd do it himself. You should have sent the people over there. <laughs> This nasty ass son sitting up in there. You're damn right we don't can't imagine what the bathroom is like. Cause your living room smell like hot dog water. Now there's another water that's going on no. in that bathroom. <laughs> oh no. You might that, that's outhouse water. You sure you don't need a part two, Steve? Yeah, about... probably do. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you'd find I'll it. I'll be back with it. <laughs> All right, we'll have part two of Steve's response. Uh, coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject, get the funk out my face right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's recap today's strawberry letter. Uh, this is real simple. Ain't no <laughs> recap. Your house stink. She mm. with a man who house stink. Mm. Her t- teenage son, he stink. They starting to smell like the house. Mm. Now, I want the fellas to join in here and write down... Your house smell like fill in the blank. Now I kicked it off with hot dog water. Mm-hmm. What other smells your, does your a house, house smell? Your house smell like gorilla butt. Mm. Ooh. Mm. 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 That's the mm. Junior. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Junior. How do you follow that? Your house smell like underarm. Mm. Oh. Your house smell like two skunks in the summer. Ugh. That's hot. See, that's hot funk right there. Okay. Your house smell like hot garbage. Ugh. Garbage when it's hot. Yeah. God, dog. Yeah, it. Your house smell like wet feet that's been hiking uh. a lot. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> What? <laughs> Feet that's been hiking. Hiking. That's been hiking. Yeah. In the sun. Uh. <laughs> okay. I don't want to say this, but your house smell like it's some spoiled milk somewhere. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I smell it. Mm. Your house smell like y'all didn't put the garbage out three weeks straight. That's what it smell mm-hmm. like. Ooh. No. Mm. Go ahead. We all done forgot to do that before. Three weeks? Not three. Your house smell like a bag of warm dog food. Uh. <laughs> mm. 
Not hot, just warm. Just warm. You know when you open up that bag of dog food and it, it don't really smell good to you, but your dog yeah. over there be going crazy? Yeah. Okay. I got one, yes. and we've all experienced this. Come on. What? You go lay down on the couch, and your grandmama been sitting there for a long time, and you have to jump up because it's warm. <laughs> 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 Your house smell like oh three God. weeks full of collard greens. Uh, that's stanky. That's funky. That's funky right there. That ham hock in it? I got the worst. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How about this here? Your house smell like y'all just took some hockey and put it in the microwave. Mm-hmm. Mm. Some yeah. hockey? Put that on 30. That's, yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. oh. You know what yeah. hockey that's is? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and turned it on. Turned it on 30 seconds. Oh, God. Uh, got it hot. Oh, I might barf. <laughs> what? Come on, My Steve. Oh. Yeah. Your house smell like an empty chitlin bucket. That's That's stink right there. <laughs> no, I have a weak bucket. stomach. Yeah. You all know this. This one yeah. is because I'm the only one that know what this smell like because I have to shave George Wallace's mama back hair. That's oh. what it smells like. Wow. George Wallace is going to jump on you one day when you least expect it. Oh, man. Out of nowhere. <laughs> Yo, come on. Your house smell like a used baby diaper left in a hot car. Oh. oh when you open that door. Oh, oh yeah, I did that. Oh, 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 hey, hey, man, when the twins was little. <laughs> ooh, I did that one time. God, dog. God, dog, man. You left the diaper in the car, Steve. Man. <laughs> I, thought, I thought my little girls was men. <laughs> I said, man, this is, I didn't have them ain't twin girls back there. They was grown ass men with little bonnets on. I, Lord has deceived me. I didn't have daughters. I have two men in the back. Seat. Uh, strong. That's strong. Yeah, that's strong. Yeah. Is it hot in yeah. there too? This house smell like gorilla toe jam. Uh. Yeah, that right there. Uh. Smell it, Carla. Smell it. No. That's- Shirley and I, our faces just been frowning. Yeah. Home. Your mama. You no, know I have a weak stomach. Your mama. Your mama, how? Your mama. Your mama, how smell like that can of fish grease on the stove? What? The whole house. How did his the whole house. Whole damn house. How did his mama get in it? Mm, I don't know. She mentioned George Wallace. <laughs> Oh. I just said your mama house. But you know, uh, no, you, you say that. George Wallace, mom. Just your no, mama. No, I didn't house. do that. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm. Your, ma- your, your house, I mean, your oh. house smell like <laughs> an empty sardine can that you forgot and it's yeah. back behind the trash can. Damn. Been there for that a thing while. in there, that thing nice. kicking. That is some stank. That, that, thing, some that thing is right humming. <laughs> you can't, and you can't find it. Mm-mm. Mm. You can't. Now, uh-uh. where is that coming from? Coming from, yeah. <laughs> I walked in the house before one time, dude. I walked in, I said, Hey man, this house smell like hot sex. I'm not lying. <laughs> this house here stay. There's somebody in here. Where is they doing it at? It's <laughs> hot as hell in here. <laughs> Look at that folk, that little twins. <laughs> this house smell like goat cheese and monkey ass. What is that? Oh. <laughs> hey man. <laughs> Oh, this is a funky house. Yeah, that's nasty. You guys are making me sick. 
Okay, well, we on, out of time yet? No. We got you more. Made your yeah, point. you got about a minute. Come on. Yeah. Man, go one ahead, minute. Go Let's go. Y'all's house. Y'all's house smells yeah. just like y'all's breath. <laughs> Damn. That's strong. <laughs> That's why I don't nobody so face on, y'all when they talking to you. <laughs> don't nobody okay. come in. Come on, Jay. Yeah. Your house smells the, the back of your granddaddy's ear. Ooh, that is stank. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, that's caked up. I've seen it. Uh, that's caked up. Hey, so nasty. I done came in here and this house smelled like some spoiled pudding. I know. Ooh, you scared I, me. I know. Boy, Ooh, you boy, scared boy, me, boy. boy. I'd have been proud of you, though. Oh, you went right to the edge on that one, Junior. I went over there, I came back. This house smelled like. Has the dragon from Game of Thrones been breathing in? <laughs> what this smell like? Uh, All right, come on, Steve. <laughs> no, we're going to break. Yeah. Oh, oh, we're going to break. Oh, to the game, boy. Right okay. <clears throat> All right, you can email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter, guys. It's Steve Harvey FM. Coming up in about 10 minutes, Jennifer Lopez defends her Motown performance, the clapback, right after this. From the block. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, no question, we all love Jennifer Lopez. Love yes, her. Very we talented do. young lady. Love her. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, all of that. Mm-hmm. That's not the issue here. Uh, people are um, they're, they're still talking about why Jennifer Lopez was chosen in the first place to do the Motown tribute tribute at the Grammys instead of uh, an African-American singer, especially during this very special month. What is it? Black History Month. Mm -hmm. Hello. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, Jennifer Lopez defended her Grammy performance and she told Entertainment Tonight, music inspires us all. Take a listen. The thing about music is that it inspires all, any type of music can inspire any type of artist. And when you, you know, you can't, you can't tell people what to love. You can't tell people what to, what they can and can't do, what, what they should sing or not sing. You, you got to do what's in your heart. And I think Ken and the producers and Barry Gordy, who was so thrilled that I was doing this, they, they know how much I've been influenced by that music. And so it was a natural for them, but maybe some people didn't know. That's okay. But uh, I'm just very humbled and honored to be able to have sung those songs. I mean, I grew I grew up with those songs. I'm, a, I'm a on a high right now. I'm sorry. I'm just bla- babbling. Okay. Huh? All right. I ain't mad at her. No, I'm really not. Yeah. You know, I'm uh, not mad, but it's some, no, it could have been some black artists. But, but they, they asked her, though. Why didn't they but ask black it, But then be mad at the Grammy producer. Exactly. Not yeah. at her. Yeah. yeah. Not at yeah, J-Lo. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. The only part yeah. I got mad about Mm-hmm. When they sang "Papa Was a Rolling Stone," oh, by the that, that shouldn't be touched. That, right, that, yeah. that right there was the only you know, one. Almost fainted. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, one, that one right there. That <laughs> one, especially when you still got one, temptations around. No, seriously, man. That, right? Seriously, that was the only thing that irritated me. Yeah, mm-hmm. that almost took me. Out. And you know, I almost <laughs> thought they was gonna do some Michael Jackson stuff, and that would have took me out too. Yeah. But I, I, I did not. The Papa Was Rolling Stone. I don't you even think can't. people know. Well, respectfully, about. she didn't do Supremes or Diana Ross because Diana Ross was there. Was there. So respectfully, she but, didn't do but that. But boy, let me tell you something. That doggone Diana Ross. Oh, my God. Diana Ross she showed cute. them kids in that room what a real star is. That woman is 75 years old. Yeah, next Look like that and commanded. But you know what I loved about that room? They gave it to her. Oh, 
yeah. The the How respect that they had for Diana Ross in that room was was over the top. I give the Grammy people they're a better audience. They're a much better audience than the Oscars. The Oscar audience sucks. Mm-hmm. If you watch the Oscars, man, they don't give each other no love. It's like the NFL honors. They don't they don't give each other love because they're athletes. And like I told them, y'all ain't used to clapping for no damn body. Yeah. <laughs> y'all used to being clapped for. Oh, Ever since uh-huh. you was in peewee football. That's my baby, Lil Ray Ray can run. <laughs> and you just been getting clapped. So y'all don't know how to clap for nobody. The Grammys. They give it up for each other, even if it's not their genre of music. Mm-hmm. As, art, as musical artists, they appreciate good artistry. Mm-hmm. And I will give it to the Grammy audience for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, well, Smokey Robinson, who also performed in that uh, tri- Motown tribute, he came to J-Lo's defense. Uh, prior to the performance, he told Variety at Clive Davis's pre-Grammy celebration that uh, he didn't think that anyone who is intelligent is upset. I think anyone who is upset is stupid. Uh, that's what Smokey stupid. said. Yeah, he said yeah. stupid, okay? I'm so mad at Smokey Robinson for love bath. That's what I'm going to say with Smokey Robinson. <laughs> I love Smokey. I mean, he is a legend. Hey, man, I open up A legend, Smokey. a legend. Great. I love yeah, him. Yeah, I open for Smokey, too. Uh, love him. You're right. Yeah, yeah love him. Yeah. Still, Jennifer Lopez isn't letting the criticism get to her, and that's good. She dedicated her performance to her mom, Lupe, who, she said, turned her on to the Motown music. Her mom loved Motown music, and that's how they found out about it, because of her mom. And, and that wasn't that Barry Gordy's whole thing? He wanted Motown music to be for everyone. You know, Motown, let me tell you something. The music of the sound of young America. Yeah. Look, I got news for you. If what? you go to Motown concerts, it's mostly whites. Oh, now you mean? I'm telling you right now. If you go back and you see the Temptations, uh, it's, it's, it's the large number of whites in that audience. Mm-hmm. People don't know, man, but like when you go back to the 50s and 60s sound, the platters and all like that, all them, all the whole audience be white. Mm-hmm. And Motown did audience. sign white artists. They did have white artists on their label. So. Did they, Jay? Yeah, um, the young know, Ras- the young rascals was a Motown group. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Jay, you know Jay was there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I <laughs> he, sure was, was. he was in the meeting. He was in the hall. <laughs> yeah. H- Hitsville. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had a lot of white that. artists on on their label. Yeah. Yeah. And then and they played the music. Temptation. A lot of, a lot of white know, bands were white. So. But see, we didn't. Let, let me give you a little bit of black history in Cleveland. Come on, February. See, here, here was the thing, man. Black music was not allowed to be played on white stations. That's right. still the case. It's, I was going to say it's and that's, still on. That's yeah. still the case. Uh-huh. Still very we, segregated. Black, uh, Curtis Shaw, WABQ, was the first black person to play Elton John's Benny and the Jets on the radio. The first black person to play Benny and the Jets on the radio, on a black station. That was in 70, 73, 74, somewhere like that. That boy right there, man, 73, 74, 75, right in there. That's the first time. Because black people, we just played our music because we couldn't get on nowhere else. We turned stars into stars. We made you on black radio. Black radio has always been powerful. So, you know, that's it's I could I could say something else, but that's going to lead into a whole nother thing because it's Black History Month. But we still dealing with 
what, the history. They, oh, <laughs> well, Steve, you can use this, you know, as a teachable moment here. I mean, people, we need to learn more about our history, especially if you're in the music business, whatever business. Learn more. Look we, it up. It's, we we caught a lot of hell getting to where we are. Yeah. Understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. We got to go. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, Brad Pitt went to Jennifer Aniston's, his ex-wife's birthday party. Ooh, can you be friends with your ex? A lot of people saying, are saying they're getting back together. But can you be friends with your ex? No, that, that's, that's why they the ex. Damn. Okay, but you could still be friends. What is we friends? All right, we'll, we'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Brad Pitt quietly snuck past paparazzi uh, as he joined the stars at his ex-wife Jennifer Aniston's 50th birthday party in Los Mm. Angeles this past weekend. It was on Saturday night. So, hmm, started a lot of people talking, you know, maybe they'll get back together. But the other question is, you know, are you okay with the fact that they're friends? Can you be friends with your ex? And and what does it take to be friends with your ex? I don't give a damn what they do. No, no, I'm asking Brad you guys personally, though. Can we be friends with <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. oh, yeah. Don't try to flip he it. He didn't got mad already. Uh-huh. I don't give a damn what they do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they're, they're, they're handling it. I they're managing it. Excuse me? Can, you want to go last? You want to think Mm-mm. about it? Before you say something crazy? No, I've been to court way too many times. <laughs> Mm-mm. No, I'm going to say this right no. here. I've been to court way too many times. Oh, hell, the, my answer can't even be said on the air. <laughs> okay. no. All right, Junior. No, we can't be friends. We're not going to be friends. <laughs> okay, you said that was a no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Junior, can you yeah. be friends with an ex? Uh, with your I, ex? Would, I would like to have been. They just don't want me. <laughs> <laughs> you keep leaving me. I still Junior, be there. you're mm. the sweetest guy yeah. ever. Yeah, but I'll still what? be there. Quit acting like no one wants you. What's she at, Shirley? You, Junior, you're oh, so sweet. You're, come on now. Shirley, look at Junior, me. Junior, I'm now, looking at you. What that ain't got you. nothing to do with nothing. Anybody want him? I, have, come you, on, Junior, tell the truth now. Don't let it, Junior, don't you let them make you cute. <laughs> what? <Well, laughs> no, let's stop this. First let's of stop. All, no, we're not going to do that. Don't uh, you let him. You don't do that tonight. I know I ain't cute. Uh, 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 don't I let him know. make you ugly. Don't let him what? make you ugly. What you mean, man? Why? Have you seen my daddy? Oh, you all look just yeah. alike. You yeah. know I love your dad. Yeah. Devil ain't nice looking, man. Yeah, Don't, no. no. Not according Junior. to my mama. You've been no. <laughs> okay. lying to this me, boy. Junior, Hold the bigger on. your bank account get, the cuter you get. Thank so you. Don't worry about but it, wait a minute. Even even right. besides that, Junior, why do you go to the gym every day then? If what? You, why do you go to the gym? I got you're sickle cell, Cheryl. I got to be in shape for something. But yeah, <laughs> but you tax get you stronger. Yeah, but you tell my ass got to fight. Safe for nobody. This is this is for me. You started slimming down. You got your guns up. This ain't for nobody. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. These attacks is getting strong. Hey, this ain't for nobody. This for me. Uh-uh. All right, Jay. Uh-huh. Let me let me ask. Yeah, you can be you can be friends with your ex. All the stuff I've lost in every divorce, all of them, every last one of them, uh-huh. I got that back and more. So I'm cool now. I'm cool. So you friends, I'm really you friends cool. with them? Yeah, we we cool. You know, I ain't gonna go so, out of my way to not to speak. Yeah. Well, that's we not being like, a friend no, if you don't go out of your like way. That, but we cool. That's not being a friend Jay, if you cool. don't go out of your Jay, way. I know, I know one that you cool with. No, I'm cool with. Uh, no. Oh, we. 
like the truth right there. Did you hear what he said? Well, Jay is a nice guy all the way around. He really, he really is. is. He's nice a sweetheart. He, really he just, you know, all it is, and I'm, I'm going to tell you about my friend. Mm-hmm. The only okay. thing is, he just doesn't, he never developed conflict resolution skills. Oh, he, <laughs> he just, just walks don't out. <laughs> he don't, he don't, the you conflict resolution, uh-huh. he just look at you. <laughs> And you just keep talking crazy. To him. He just look at you wide eyed, and then uh, one day, then one day, he just drive off. Yeah, he's gone. He oh, and he doesn't come back, Steve. No, oh, huh? hey man, I ain't fin- I, hey, I, hey, 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 I ain't finna do all that. I'm done. Jay, man. I don't like to argue either, though. Damn. Par- I don't. <laughs> all right, now let's get to I the next. I stayed nephew. on a job longer than I've ever been married. That's crazy. <laughs> That's a shame. That's a shame. All right, nephew, you're the uh, newest to marry well, in the group. Uh-huh. Uh, can you be friends with an ex? If we still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, that makes sense, right? No, only to you, I think. I mean, if we're still to doing you. it, then you might, we might well still be friends if we're still doing it. But if we're not. Well, then, then... y'all still involved. That's not really an yeah, ex. That's, yeah. Doing it involved is not the same thing, Carla. You're, oh, you're... well, what else is left after that? Carla, we doing it. We ain't talking. <laughs> What's wrong? The only friends you have are friends with benefits. Looking at your phone benefits. after you do it. That's what's next. <laughs> the only yeah. friends you have are friends with benefits? Yeah, what's the purpose of a friend? Wow. Mm. Wow. What? Who you, you want to do over? <laughs> yeah, you sure? If you, you want me to do it no. over. No, no, no. I mean just your thoughts. No. You want to do hey, it over. Hey, get your nephew, Steve. No. He's saying no. crazy stuff. I told you. Just firing off, Steve. Listen we to me. It's, I listen to me. <laughs> It's times when he not my nephew. Y'all don't understand. Would this be one of those times, I'm guessing? Oh, I know when to disown him. It's times where disowning him is just the best way to handle it. You know, look, when he say something so damn stupid, why do I have to stop him? I'll do nothing but be stopping him all damn day long. Okay, but so do you, you say stop? Some, some of it you got to go. Uh-huh. I say stuff that makes sense. It's just you don't want to digest it. Well, the thing that's really got me is that out of all of you guys, Jay is the only one that can remain friends with his ex, (laughs) the bitter man of the bunch. That is crazy. And there's only one, Shirley, and I know exactly who it is. I could say her name right now. Could I, Jay? Jay, can I say her name? No, don't say it. Okay, cool. That that is shocking. I'm friends with a lot of them. Especially if I say the wrong name. (laughs) 
No, you're yeah, not. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> wow. Mm. How many exes is it, Jay? That's a lot. We don't need to oh, talk about a, that okay. now. Okay. Mary Cook Bethune. Mary Cook Bethune. He went Stop, Junior. Stop. What? Bad. Well, he thought Bad. Jay would date. <laughs> <laughs> you went you all the way say. back there. All right, coming up, more you of know, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Names like Sojourner. <laughs> right <Yeah>. after this. <laughs> Foolishness. Yeah, uh, we'll be back. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Virginia Governor Ralph Nordum's apology tour got off to a very rocky start, and he put his foot in his mouth once again. <laughs> what are you uh, saying now? The governor is trying to hang on for his dear political life after an old yearbook emerged showing him in a picture uh, of a man in blackface and another in a Ku Klux Klan robe. But on CBS <laughs> This Morning, he had a slip of the tongue that some may believe show his true beliefs. Governor Ralph Northam um Call slaves indentured servants, and uh, Gail King corrects him. Take a listen, what? please. Uh huh. And you know, if you look at Virginia's history, we're now uh, at the 400-year anniversary. Uh, just 90 miles from here, uh, in 1619, the first uh, indentured servants from Africa landed on our shores in Old Point Comfort, what we call now Fort Monroe. And while also known as slavery. Yes. Yeah, yeah but they weren't called slaves when they first came over. And Were they, they indentured? The man in the point now, we don't know what this thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> Everybody in there, uh, in that state, the officials, they're in some kind of trouble. The man no, is jammed up. I don't give a... Uh, all, uh, Gail King said it. That's slavery. Mm-hmm. That's slavery. Indentured servant. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. they're talking about. They said it. They've cleaned yeah. There was no chance of getting nice, your freedom. Right. right. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's alarming, though, to me. It's almost like, you know, they want to just act like it never happened. Right. What makes it so difficult for blacks, African-Americans, is we can't forget it happened because there are so many reminders. Yeah, and it happened to mm-hmm. us. And the greatest reminder has been make America great again. Yeah, that's for the latest us, one, you're right. when was it great? Because mm-hmm. we've been steady trying to get better since we got here. I don't know none of us that want to go back. So when I see African-Americans wearing a Make America Great Again hat, I'm, I'm, I just be looking at them and I be wanting to go, wait a minute, hold on, man. Whoa, 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 whoa. Make America Great Again. When? When was it great yeah. for us? When was it better than it is today for us? Today, it sickens me at how we have to wake up, just deal with the fact that we are black today. In 2019, I don't have the luxury of just waking up and going about my day. I have to somehow filter in and factor in the fact that we are black today. Say it. It's disheartening almost, man. Every damn day, I have to factor in that we black today again as we try to move forward. We see another brother get shot by another police for no damn reason at all. Except he black. Excuse me, man. So you hung this brother. You choked this brother out. Be- simply be- You shot the brother in his back simply because he was black today. And we know that's what it is because it don't happen to nobody but black people. They don't choke whites out for selling cigarettes. 
Don't a white person run from the police and get shot eight times in the back? Oh, they get to chasing, calling for backup, everything. You know, Gail King told him, right, it's slavery. You can't excuse the pun, but whitewash it. Yeah, pretend it didn't yeah. happen. Didn't so so you want to whitewash it with a little cute slang yeah, saying like, like indentured uh, servants. Servant. No, 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 dog. Slavery, whipped, sold, separated. From their children, their sold. spouses. Yeah. 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 Stripped, were treated inhumanely. Come on. Ooh, this Come sounds on. this sounds very yeah, yeah. close to a closing remark. <laughs> we'll be back yeah. with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, what is going on this Black History Month? Uh, here we go again. It seems like time and time again, the fashion industry does not recognize blackface fashion as being offensive. What is the problem and what are we going to have to do to get that through to them? Katy Perry has a shoe line. Katy Perry, the singer, uh, mm. has a shoe line that is um, it, it's distributed by Dillard's and Walmart. And one of Katy's shoe designs look just like blackface. It looks just like that. The white folks is doing the most in Black History Month. Is that what you're saying? Oh, man. <laughs> what, what did Nick Cannon say on his IG on the gram? He said, happy blackface history month. Because that's what's happening. Seriously. That's what's happening here. You know, um, yeah, Katy Perry's catching a lot of heat for these shoes. Uh, she has two. She has one that looks like white face and then one that's kind of pink. And then the, the black shoes look like black face. It, it's craziness going on right now. I saw the shoes. Yeah, I saw them. Yeah, they look uh, crazy. Uh, shoes, yeah. yeah, Katie said she did not, of course, you did not intend for the design to offend anyone. And Dillard's and Walmart, they've pulled the shoes from the website. Well, thank you for that, but, you know, come on, man. I mean, you know, to be honest with you, I've been around 62 years. That's a while, you know. Mm -hmm. I get exhausted from having to wake up, constantly adjust, deal with, and address the fact that I happen to be black. You know, I don't know if people can understand what that's like. Matter of fact, I know you can't. Not unless you're black. It's it's such an add-on to your day. You know, like life ain't already challenging as it is. Loss of loved ones, you know, jobs, separation, love, stress, stress, Uh trying to make it, trying to build your dreams. Taking care of the kids. On top of all of that, you then have to wake up and contend with this. On top of all of it. Mm -hmm. like, Like life... Is not enough as it is. You're right, Steve. And then we got to add this additional thing on top of all of that. And then on top of that, here we go with the fashion industry is tripping. The White House is tripping. Mm-hmm. People who think they have a voice coming from the top now are tripping harder and more outwardly and openly. And so now we're just sitting up in here going, wow, man, for real, y'all? For real? And then every time you call them on it, every single time, there's this apology like I just didn't know. Well, damn, man. You know what? Maybe if you would put some black people somewhere around you. Thank you. Thank okay. you. That's that right. was in the, cause, cause in like the right now. In the meetings, yes. I'm, I'm going to give you a prime example. All these people been hit with this, all these fashion houses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you ain't heard nothing from Louis Vuitton. 
Because Louis Vuitton has managed to find a leading spot for African-American who understands the sensibilities and ain't, not, ain't none of this dude's fashions coming out like that. Mm. That's why Pendleton and all of them, Pendleton, whatever that Pendleton. thing is, little monkey sweater, oh. all that. Man, when you don't hire no black people, these are decisions you make. And then when black people get mad, you don't understand. Oh, they mad again. You're damn right. You don't even know the other little stuff that we got to deal with, the little snide remarks at work, the little stuff on the elevator. Oh, yeah. Mm. All right, uh, when we come back, last break of the day and Steve's closing remarks. You don't want to miss them. We'll be back at 49 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are, last break of the day. It's been a good Tuesday, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's been a Uh great day. Yeah, it's been a good day. And uh, to take us home, get your day started right, is the one and only Steve Harvey with his closing remarks. You have been on fire lately, my brother. Well, my remarks today, uh, I've, I've usually decided, and hopefully I can stay on track, even though sometimes I get so aggravated with things that's going on in our world today, with what's happening with our clothing designers, with the symbolisms that they're putting out, quite naturally what's coming from the White House, all the things that's happening with politicians across the country, um, and, you know, just things we have to deal with. I still got to keep us moving in the right direction. That's that's my task. That's my calling for this year, to share with you all the things. So what I've decided to do today was, I have a list if you want to know the difference between average people and wealthy people. I have a list of the difference between average people and wealthy people. I'm doing this just as inspiration. If you are guilty of any of these things on the average side, and many of you will be, this is not slamming you. But I want you to understand why we are all in the positions we are in. And it's because of things we do. And so I'm going to go down this list I have of what uh, wealthy people do and what average people do and the comparison between the two. And once again, this is not slamming or dogging anybody, but I just want you to see you can make a conscious decision to change anything about you. Now, you can't change the color of your skin. And, you know, but you can change the way you think. You can change the way you live. You have a say-so in where you live. You can decide what you're going to be. And you can decide how good at whatever it is you choose to be. You you can decide how good you're going to be at it. It's a decision that you all have because God gave us a power of choice. So here we go. Wealthy people read daily. Read, they read something daily. They're always trying to do something improving. Average people watch TV daily. Daily watch TV. And I'm not talking about the news, or I'm not talking about the stock market show, or I'm not talking about Joel Osteen or, or, or Bishop Jakes. I'm talking about t- the real foolishness of television. Wealthy people set goals. Average people never set goals. Wealthy people 
compliment. Average people criticize. There is a difference, y'all. And I'm telling you, just, just go over this with people around you. Take inventory of yourself. You may find yourself in here. And, and I'm going to tell you something when I get through with this. Wealthy people embrace change. Average people fear change. Wealthy people forgive. Average people hold grudges. Wealthy people, listen to this, talk about ideas all the time. Wealthy people are constantly talking about ideas, planning, talking about their goals, going over their visions and dreams. They always coming up with an idea. You know what average people talk about? Average people talk about people. They just talk about people. Wealthy people continuously learn. Average people think they know it all. Oh, man. I ain't talking about nobody. I'm just trying to share with you what I done learned. Wealthy people take responsibility for their failures. Average people blame others for their failures. The question for you is, where do you see yourself on this list? And what can you change to get on the list to fix your mind to become as wealthy as you'd like to be? And when I talk about wealth, I'm not talking about just money now. I'm talking about rich in spirit, rich in family, rich in hopes, rich in dreams, just an overall rich person. I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about richness of spirit, things you really want. So if wealthy people read every day and you watch TV every day, if you keep that up, you'll be average. While wealthy people out there setting goals and you never set goals, you're going to remain average. If wealthy people are constantly finding a way to compliment and you always trying to find a way to criticize, you're going to ever stay behind the eight ball. If wealthy people embrace change and you are afraid of change, like I can't do that because then I change, it's, it's no good. Wealthy people forgive. Average people hold grudges. Wealthy people talk about ideas. Average people talk about people. Wealthy people continuously learn. Uh, average people think they know it all. Wealthy people take responsibility for their failures while average people blame others. Pick those two lists that I gave you. See where you fit in. And if you can't change something about you that's average so that your life can be wealthy, rich in spirit, rich in happiness, rich in joy, rich in money, rich in love, kindness, that's all. Those are my closing remarks. I love that, Steve. Those are my I, remarks, I, should I say. Yeah. I love that. Because I run them in the morning. Because rich doesn't always mean financially. Oh, no, 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 Hey, can I tell y'all this right here? For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Boardware prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Weight loss. It feels like a constant cycle, like my body's always working against me, pushing back on all of my progress. I learned that anytime I lose weight, my body tries to gain it right back. Finally, I discovered it's not entirely my fault. I know healthy eating and exercise are important, but they may not be enough. So I talked to my healthcare provider about whether a prescription medicine could help me lose weight and maintain it. Together, we made a plan to tackle this, a plan to help lower my risk of future weight-related health issues like heart disease. Join me and make a change for the better. Talk to your healthcare provider about treatment options to manage your weight.